you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is everybody. And today we have a special guest. We'll be speaking with our special guest, Dr. Michelle Park, on what her role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics world. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, Michelle. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. For listeners to learn a little bit more about you, can you give them a little summary about yourself? Sure. I've been practicing for about two years now. I graduated from Loma Linda School of Pharmacy, and I did a PGY-1 general residency at Kaiser Riverside. And then I was fortunate to be the first resident um, of the PGY-2 program in informatics at uh, Kaiser National in Downey, California. I ended up staying on in that place, so I've been... uh, I felt very fortunate to be there. Awesome, awesome. So I I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the residency program. So you said that you did the residency program at Kaiser Downey, and that's under, was it Dr. Dennis Kitayama and a few others? Yes, a few others. Uh, Dennis Kitayama is the coordinator. Program director is currently Tong Dang. And we also have a number of preceptors involved from our different informatics teams. So I was able to learn from them, and now they're their colleagues, which is great. That's really cool. So you're actually the first resident from their program. And I guess what I'm curious about what made you decide to get into that side of uh, pharmacy, where it's like based in technology and informatics. It was actually very fortuitous. I had a mentor at my PGY-1 residency who said, hey, you know, I think you're well suited for this thing called informatics. And I didn't have uh, much education about it at the time. Because I think the schools at that time, they were still trying to expand the classes and classwork. So I essentially didn't know much what it, about what it is. And then he ended up introducing me to Dr. Kiriyama. And I got to know more about it. And I, I just had a sudden realization um, in a couple months, I think this is for me. And I ended up applying to the PGY2 program. I was their first resident. So I went through all the growing pains with them. And that's kind of how it happened. I just stumbled into it. Uh, a lot of the students and residents I meet now, they're, they have a very avid interest, which is just really cool to me because I didn't have that much exposure at the time. So I fell into it. Okay, that's that's really cool. So I was also curious too that you had, a, so you had PGY1 training and I was wondering how that PGY1 training helped prepare you to uh, be successful in your PGY2 for informatics and technology. Well, I think that's actually a great question. My PGY-1 training, I think, is very key to the PGY-2 informatics training because what I realized, ironically, you know, at the end of the specialized training for the PGY-2 is how important the core tenets of what a pharmacist is. Like, you are guided by that experience. And I spent you know, a year learning just different areas of pharmacy with the Kaiser PGY-1. I had some inpatient, some ambulatory care, and I was able to look at those different fields. So I refer to those experiences and those principles constantly during in informatics. So, you know, going back to the different students and residents I might encounter, their first question usually is, how I can, how can I get into informatics? And they're looking, you know, into the future. And I have to burst their bubble just a little bit and say, actually, don't worry about that yet. I think the thing you should focus on if you do want to do the PGY2 route for informatics 
is focusing on your PGY-1 experience and getting that core pharmacy experience first. And then you can draw on that when you move forward and specialize later on. Awesome. Awesome. So you already did the PGY-2 program. And I was curious about like your current duties, your current position today, or your you know current day-to-day. Is it similar to how you, you went through your PGY-2 program? Or is it a little different now that you know, you're fully like autonomous and self-functioning? So I'm working you know, as a fully-fledged pharmacist now in informatics. I'm doing the same, but just more expanded, more intense. And because I don't have a preceptor anymore, I'm in charge of the whole process from beginning to end. And it's more intense. It's more expanded. Something I remember is that when I was talking to the prior resident of our program who graduated last year and stayed on, she said, I feel like I know less now than when I was doing residency and I was, and she's like, is that a normal feeling? And I said, absolutely, because you're entirely on your own in the sense that you're driving the projects, you're determining the timeline and so forth. So it is similar, but just you're in charge of everything now. And so it's, it's that switch of going from like being a resident to a pharmacist. So in that sense, it's different from what I was doing before as a resident. So for the listeners to kind of understand a little bit more about what you do, can you kind of just describe a a little bit about your kind of maybe some day-to-day activities or your long-term projects? Yes. So some of my long-term projects, I have a couple functionalities that are new to Kaiser that I'm evaluating how that we um, how we can implement that in the organization. So that means, you know, looking, um, we use Epic. So that means looking at the resources that Epic provides, looking at our current build, um, looking at how that could, how that would carry across our different regions, because we're different in the sense that we have a national structure, but we also have to consider what happens individually in the regions. And so evaluating that. And then, you know, getting buy-in from different groups, getting approvals, so on and so forth, and just seeing that how seeing how this fits in with the overall goals of the organization. I focus primarily on ambulatory database support. So that's kind of where I'm looking at for those functionalities. Some other things I do, I'm also fortunate that I'm able to um, interact with students and residents as a coordinator for the residency program and also uh, for our APPE program that we just started. We do lecture at some schools of pharmacy in Southern California. So that's another aspect that I feel really lucky to be a part of. We do have members of our team that have more similar day-to-day activities, but my day personally varies a lot. It could be, it just depends on the need of the day. So I guess that's not a simple answer, but I think with Kaiser, our informatics department is uh, larger than many other organizations. So there's, there's room for that to happen. You know, there's people who do more maintenance work and then there's others that their roles are more project-based, so it's more fluid. So having done that residency at Kaiser and then now you're working for Kaiser, uh, how did that kind of help you prepare to, you know, be fully functioning after you were done with your residency? I know that, you know, there are some benefits of, you know, working in the same system that you got trained in, but were there any additional kind of advantages that you saw in doing that? In terms of doing residency and then staying on at the same system, I think you're just familiar with the culture and then just also 
you're oriented to the direction that the organization is going in. So these things are familiar to you and it's much more fluid going in. I think if I was afresh to the organization and then going into that role, it would have taken me longer to understand what's involved in terms of, you know, getting projects moved forward or getting builds done because we are larger. We do things at the pace of a large organization. So I think it would have taken me longer to adjust to that. That being said, the principles of informatics should hold wherever you go. So I think it's not something that people should prioritize for their experience. I don't think they should be like, oh, I absolutely want to do residency at the same organization, and that's why I'm going to do residency there. It, you know, it, it, it should be the same wherever you go. So, you know, if I ever end up somewhere else, then I should be able to take these principles with me and, you know, and be able to adjust to how that particular place is. Cool, cool. And I was also curious too, this is kind of just more like a personal question of what was your most rewarding experience in, you know, both your training and just currently in your working position today? Like, what was like kind of that moment where it stood out in all of your experiences as an informatics pharmacist? That's a very deep question. Wow. I think I've mentioned several times I work with students and residents, and actually the most rewarding thing is being able to set them up or uh, being able to open their eyes to what informatics represents so they can make an educated decision if they want to go into it. I think, for example, I my last batch of students, I really focused on showing them how informatics connects to so many aspects of healthcare and the state of you know politics and business and market changes. So much beyond just pharmacy. And it's ironic because with informatics, you're going into a very specific, very specific piece of pharmacy. But I try to teach that to really do your job well, you have to understand the bigger picture and look everywhere and understand what where things are going on. So when they that kind of clicks for them and they they get that, they then get informatics better too, I find because they understand what's driving it. So that's been, I think, a very rewarding thing because I, you know, if you asked me five years ago when I was in pharmacy school, like, oh, do you think you'd be doing this? And I was like, no, I I wouldn't have been able to say that. So I think that has been very rewarding. Awesome. Awesome. So I know that you touched upon, you know, some of the advice that you would give to students. But, you know, aside from students who ask about trying to get into pharmacy informatics, like what if it was like another pharmacist who's already out there practicing, right? They're practicing maybe in the community, or maybe they're in the health system right now. What kind of advice would you give them if they ask you about, oh, how would I get my role change into a role that's more based in technology and in the informatics space? That's a good question. So for our residency program, we have had applicants who are practicing pharmacists and they would be transitioning back into a residency. I think the main challenge that I've noticed for them is, one, grappling with the fact that they're going back into a residency and it is a change of pace because you're going to have to have preceptors again and it's also a financial sacrifice at that point. And so we really ask them, is there some, is that something you're prepared to do? So my advice would be if you are trying to get into informatics and let's say, for example, the residency route, you really have to clearly state and be sure about it because if not, then, you know, the interviewers or the people from the program can sense that. 
it's a, it's not something that you can hide, I think. So that's one thing, being sure. The other piece is if you are, you know, just applying into a position, from what I've seen, I think I think it's not necessarily to have the exact type of informatics experience. I think if you have projects that you can get involved in at work that show something different, something closer to that space, but it doesn't have to exactly be in informatics, then you show that interest and that ability to to think in an informatics way, sort of, so to speak. Most of the people in my department actually didn't do a PGY2 informatics program because there is no such thing. They're relying on their experience as a pharmacist and I think that's very valuable too. And I've actually encountered two schools of thought. One is, you know, you have people who are residency trained, and so there's positive characteristics that they have from that. And on the other hand, you have people who have been practicing in the field for a long time, and they just kind of unintentionally or intentionally, you know, just fell into informatics. The usual case is, oh, you know, I was just doing a more typical pharmacist job, and I ended up in informatics or a series of events. So I think that's something to consider for people. If you don't get into residency right away, I guess this is more directed towards, you know, students or residents. If you don't get into residency right away, then your experience as a pharmacist is what can provide value to you if you're ever looking to go into informatics into the future. Within our department, we have people who are inpatient pharmacy directors, who work for organizations outside of Kaiser that did things a little differently. So that different experience made them, you know, like, wow, you have these ideas or these experiences that you could offer. That's what set them apart versus um, whether they did a PGY2 informatics or not. So so I wouldn't discourage anyone if you didn't get into residency right away or if you didn't do a PGY2, it's not by any means that that pathway is shut off to you at all. So. So thank you for sharing that. And if anyone had any further questions about, you know, maybe the residency program that you went through or, you know, your current day-to-day activities now, what's the best way that they can reach you at? They can reach me at my work email. It's michelle.anna.park at kp.org. And it's also, you know, they can ask me about residency programs or even just general questions. It's, um, it's very open. So yeah, they're welcome to contact me. Awesome. Thank you. I'll be putting that in the uh, show notes for anyone who is interested in reaching out. And to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. Thank you, Tony. I hope this helps anyone who's interested in informatics. All right. If you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or Instagram at PharmacyInformatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of PharmacyITME. And remember, technology is the tool. Patient care is the goal.